0: The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS.
1: baseball at the ballpark here in Murfreesboro, Reese Smith Jr. baseball field in the campus of Middle Tennessee State University. A cloudy, overcast day and
2: um, not Chamber of Commerce weather. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, looking at the crowd, uh, not a great day for... Uh, I see a lot of blankets down there, Bob. Blankets, parkas, uh, people huddled over. You know, yes. you know how we... You know what I don't see a, a lot of uh, that we've seen the last two days. There's a lot of folks uh, with purple uh, from Evansville. I guess they had to get back go to work. Or I don't well, know. you know,
1: that that is a work day tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, anyway,
2: uh, not as many folks from Evansville here. We get ready to play. You ready for some numbers on Brian Baranek? Brian Baranek, yes. Uh, Brian Baranek will be making his third start third appearance. He's thrown 10 innings, given up three runs, all earned on seven hits, one walk, five strikeouts, a 2.70 ERA, a 1-0 record. Uh, opponents, uh, and this is one that I like, Of uh, let's see, here we go. Uh, of those seven hits, uh, only two of them have been for extra bases, and opponents hitting 2.06 against the freshman right-handers.
1: So we'll see how he goes today, and in this top of the first inning, Evansville will send up Eric Roberts, Chase Hug, and Simon Sherry. Roberts, who started the first two games of this series, was the cleanup hitter yesterday and the number five hitter, Friday. So he has moved around and hits in the leadoff position here this afternoon. Final game of the series, Blue Raiders a two-nothing win Friday, Evansville got yesterday's game Five to three. Robertson is a, a pretty good sized kid. He
2: looks like a baseball player.
1: And he hit one out of the yard just to the right of the scoreboard in yesterday's game.
2: We're underway at one o
1: 1st pitch to him and it's over for a strike. The right-hander Bryant Baranick working for the Blue Raiders and he hits Roberts in the foot with a pitch. An inauspicious beginning, as you would say, All right, you might not, but anyway, it is.
2: I, that's uh, what I would say. That is certainly part of my vocabulary. 50 degrees at game time, wind at uh, 10 miles an hour out of the north-northwest, which means right now it is blowing straight in from center field, and it is overcast. The batter is Chase Hug, the
1: first baseman. Roberts looked like he might have been going and got a bad jump and
2: stopped very quickly. Well, one of the things we saw yesterday uh, was uh, this Evansville team likes to run. They take uh, big leads. You gotta hold them on.
1: DJ Wright holding the runner at first base and gets a throw.
2: One of the things we noticed yesterday was uh, their secondary leads uh, are, tend to be very, very aggressive. One ball, no strikes
1: with Hug. Uh, pitch outside, ball two and no strikes. Hug a two for four game yesterday. Walk and a hit by pitch and then an 0 for 1 in the game on Friday night. That's from the left side, takes up and in, and ball three and no strikes. Well, there were a lot of offers on Friday night. All but one. <laughs> That's right. Tyler Rumsey went one for three Friday night and everybody else was oh.
2: Yeah. It's uh, ironic that that one hit came from the nine hole in the lineup. There's ball four oh, outside. Wow. So. Brannick had a little bit of trouble finding the plate here with these first two batters.
1: First pitch was a strike. He hit Roberts with his second pitch. The four after that, the hug were all out of the strike zone. And so two on and nobody out. And uh, we have noticed when Blue Raider pitchers walk and hit batters, bad things happen. They sure do. Here's a bunt up the third oh, baseline. That might be a base hit. It is Gabe Jennings comes in and fields it, but a bunt
2: single. That bunt uh, did stayed in the, uh, on the infield dirt. That never got into the grass, did it? No, it never did. Uh, but it was hit hard enough that oh, and that's going to get a, ma- a mound visit.
1: Yeah, a very well placed bunt. I'm wondering if Gabe might have just let it roll once he realized it was not going to be playable. And, and you could tell when that one got down, there's no chance. No, that, it, uh, it, that had it, very little spin. And it, it, has, it had that perfect, from the hitter's point of view, that perfect velocity. Right. It was hard enough to get away from the plate, so the catcher no chance. The pitcher wasn't going to get there because it was so far away from the mound. Yeah. And too slow for the third baseman to be able to come in and make a play. So the bases are loaded and nobody out. A hit by pitch, a walk, and a bunt single for Evansville. And it brings up their catcher, Brendan Horde. Horde at 2.04, but three home runs and 13 runs batted in. Takes here and gets a strike. And as we've seen him in the first two games of the series, he's not shy about throwing base runners out. He's no. had four caught stealing in the first two games. Shown a really good arm from behind the plate. One strike delivery to him. Bounced foul up along the third base side. Blue Raiders in the outfield this afternoon. Jackson Galloway is in left. Eston Snyder in center field. And Cam
2: Johnson is in right. Middle infielders playing at double play depth uh, on the corners there. Fielders are back. Here's a fly ball foul down the left field
1: line. Gonna get into the vicinity of the Evansville bullpen. So as we mentioned, the Blue Raiders and Evansville closing out here this three game series this afternoon. Two strikes with Horde. Bases loaded, no outs. Pitch high for a ball, one and two. Good breeze blowing in from center, either towards third or home, depending upon when you look at the flag. About 10 or 11 miles an hour. Yeah,
2: that wind is uh, blowing hard enough. It uh-
1: Ground ball, Jennings has one at third. A long throw to first, and it pulls D.J. right off the bag, but he does a good job of catching the
2: baseball. And so yeah, if he doesn't stretch out on the and he was on the ground to make that play, uh, that ball goes down the right field line, and you're going to score at least one more.: So it forces the
1: runner at third. But gets Evansville on the board with a run here. So a fielder's choice, five unassisted. Hug is forced at third and Horde becomes the base runner. He's at first, Sherry on at second base. Roberts scored on the ground out. Now
2: with the left-hander up, uh, they've brought in uh, the third baseman in. There's a hot smash foul past whoa. first, not by much. Not by much, uh, just barely, past uh, D.J. Wright's glove. That ball had been fair, that would have been into the corner and definitely scored uh, that runner from second, maybe even the runner from first. So the game's first out gets
1: home a run. An 0-2 pitch is a strike, or I wish it were. Wishful thinking, it's a little outside for a ball, and it's one and two.
2: Danny Borgstrom, he's their left fielder. He's gone one and two now the uh, after having control problems with those th- first couple of hitters.
1: And outside here, two balls and two strikes. A hit by pitch, a walk, a bunt single, and a ground out. Evansville with a run and two on and one out in the top of the first. Bryant Beranek from Spring Hill went to Columbia Academy. Swing and a foul back. Keeps the count at two
2: and two. And uh, when the count uh, got that second strike, uh, they moved the third baseman back. He is, uh, I guess you call that back, don't you? Yes. Yeah, He was playing in uh, with just one strike. Ball hit in the air, it's to right center field.
1: Johnson and Snyder are there. Snyder will make the catch. No advance as he gets it back in. And that's the second out of the inning. So first and second and two down now. And it brings up Brett Witter. Witter the second baseman in this game and Brett Witter was the third baseman in games one and two for Evansville. Had a one for three
2: afternoon yesterday. Snyder did a good job on that play, getting over, getting himself in position to make the throw. So he came up throwing and a good throw, no chance to advance. This ball's hit in the
1: air to Cam Johnson in right field. He doesn't have to move too far. Win makes him move another step or two though. And he'll make the catch to retire the side. Nice job by Brent. Moranick to overcome bases loaded nobody outs in a situation where you know you let it get into your head it could be disastrous and so Evansville bases loaded no outs gets one run in the inning on a base hit they leave two and so it's one nothing Evansville as the Blue Raiders get set to bat in the bottom of the first. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
3: Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit BradHopkinsHomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Bottom of the first, the Blue
2: Raiders getting set to face the left hander. Well, they're going to face Donovan Schultz, and Donovan is making his fourth appearance, fourth start. He's thrown 14 innings, given up 10 runs, eight of them earned on seven hits nine walks, 14 strikeouts, Uh, 5.14 ERA, a one-in-one record. Here's uh, an interesting number of those seven hits. According to this, five of them have gone out of the ballpark. That's what the sheet says, five home runs. He has, I mean, you know, you're talking about
1: his stats, and uh, 14 innings and 14 strikeouts, you like that, but then you see that he has walked... Nine and, and hit three batters. Yeah, but he's only allowed the seven hits. But if five of them are home runs, that that and explains. And one of them was a double. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's that's a it's it's very interesting, and,
2: and it's an early season small sample to look at. Well, it uh, that means that our right hand hitters might be might have a chance I don't think anything much is going to go out from center field around to the right
1: field line today no I don't think so nice breeze coming in Uh, nice is not the (laughs) operative adjective there
2: I'm just glad we have glass in front
1: of us yes I am too JT Mabry is the batter first pitch to him taken for a strike next one on the way swinging a foul back JT one for four in an RBI yesterday afternoon. A couple of hits and two runs scored. In, in fact, the only two runs in the game in the 2-0 win on Friday for JT. Had a double and a triple in that game. Takes outside on the 0-2 pitch. So, JT hitting a modest 451. That's a... 14 games having a 451 batting average, that's a great, excellent start to a season. Any good adjective you want to place in front of well, that.
2: Especially when you're talking about a uh, young man who is a 265 career
1: hitter. Hits this one sharply on the ground, two second. Witter has it and out at first. JT retired, one out in the bottom of the first inning. And Brett Coker will bash.
5: 13,
2: he's had a pretty good series from an RBI standpoint.
1: Yeah, he's two runs on Friday, an RBI yesterday. Pops this one up on the infield. Witter, the second baseman, has to drift a little bit. The ball must have been picked up by
2: the wind. He goes to his left and makes the catch. Two outs. One step on the, one more step. He's been on the outfield grass. So a
1: couple of quick outs in the bottom of the first inning. And the Blue Raider designated
2: hitter Jeremiah Boyd will step in. Well, Jeremiah had a sack fly yesterday, but no hits. And his RBI on that sack fly is,
1: was his 13th, and so he has the team lead. Had been tied with D.J. Wright and Gabe Jennings going into yesterday's game. First pitch, a strike, the next one a ball, and one and one. I
2: had a... 12-game hitting streak to start this season. Evansville's blanked him, except for that sack fly yesterday.
1: Takes down and away, ball two and strike one. A ground ball and a pop fly. Retired the first two from Middle Tennessee here in the bottom of the first. Boyd up, two balls and a strike. That's high and outside. And ball three and strike one. Evansville had a chance to really jump out in front in the top of this inning, had to settle for one. Blue Raiders with two outs and nobody
2: on, and Boyd
1: takes low and inside for ball
2: four. I suspect he's glad to get on base any way he can because uh, left-handers have given him a lot of trouble. He's like two for 12 against left-handers on the season. That, that surprises me with his ability to get the bat on the ball and,
1: and hit to all fields. D.J. Wright the batter, two hits yesterday, two for four. And D.J. stands in at 296, and he got nipped by the pitch. So with two outs, a walk and a hit by pitch.
2: That drives coaches crazy, doesn't it? You, you, you're you cruising in the inning, and all of a sudden uh, you've got uh, things happening. Yeah. you. you Seemed like maybe four or five pitches, and he had two
1: outs, and then after a strike to Jeremiah, four out of the zone, and then he hits uh, D.J. Wright. Briggs-Rutter is the batter. Blue Raider catcher batting two on and two outs. Lifts one high in the air into very, ah, Max not even gonna get to shallow center field. Back behind the second (laughs) base, it's the second baseman.
2: That turned into an adventure. It
1: did. No runs or hits, no errors. The Blue Raiders strand 2 in the bottom of the first inning. One nothing Evansville after one. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
6: We know that juicy cheesy grilled to perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Ah.
7: Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous.
5: I was given a prescription opioid pain medication and within only a few months I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything.
7: Prescription opioids, it only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov
0: rxawareness. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS.
1: Well, we played an inning here this afternoon on an overcast day, and the Blue Raiders on the short end of a 1-0 score. Brian Sporanik, out for his second inning of work, will face the 7, 8, and 9 batters for Evansville on a... Hit by pitch, a walk, and a bunch single loaded up for Evansville in the first. They got just the one run on the ground out.
2: At that point, uh, Jerry Myers came out, uh, had a conversation with him, and I thought he uh, settled down and was really good after that.
1: He really was. Leadoff man, Kevin McCormick, he's the designated hitter for the Aces. Served in that capacity yesterday. Hit the ball well a couple of times. Just at people. Yeah, and then one time he didn't hit it at somebody, and uh, Eston Snyder made it an at him anyway with a sensational catch out in deep left center. First pitch of ball, the next one is strike and one and one with this left hand batter. Veranic with the pitch, swinging a foul back. The lights have been on since before the start of the game, giving you an idea as to the overcast nature of today.
2: One of the things that uh, after that uh, mound visit, uh, he's been pitching ahead of in his counts.
1: Hits this one off the handle. Tough play for Mabry. He comes in near the grass, makes a good throw, and gets McCormick. Pitching That's ahead
2: in the count makes all the difference in the world, doesn't it? It sure does, because then
1: you can do your pitch, and they're guessing, And whereas you have to basically react when you're down on the count. It didn't matter when I would bat; I'd probably <laughs> going to strike out anyway.
2: So well, I understand that only too well.
1: Yeah, but at least you were able to play good enough to play at, at
2: the college level. Good enough to get one at bat. <laughs> well, that's a lot. <laughs> I caught a lot of pitchers, pitchers in bullpens.
8: <laughs>
1: well, bullpen catchers—that's a there is a know, place that, for them. Some major league teams uh, have bullpen catchers. They do. Probably all of them do now. I was, yeah. I'm was. i thinking back 30 years ago. 2-0 and with this hitter and a line drive off the bat of Ben Stewart. His first at bat in this series goes into left for a base hit. That's the second hit for Evansville. A one-out single. Ty Rumsey, the center fielder, batting in the number nine spot. Three for seven in the. Series and as we mentioned uh, on the pregame show, he had the one base hit that Evansville picked up in the game on Friday night. Hits from the left side. Stands in hitting at 260. Shows bunt, throw to first. The runner gets back. Rumsey showing bunt and Riggs Rudder throwing to first.
2: And he's not afraid to do that. If they take some of those aggressive secondary leads like we saw yesterday, he's gonna be throwing behind that runner from time to time. They're gonna, he's gonna keep them honest.
1: 1-0 pitch up and in, ball two and no strikes. Blue Raiders this week coming up, looking ahead have a Wednesday night, six o'clock game against Tennessee Tech. That'll be right here. A 2-0 pitch, swing and a miss, jammed him with a good fastball. And then Tech and the Blue Raiders return the the trip next week, uh, Tuesday night game up in Cookville. And next weekend open at home here with the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. A pop-up on the infield behind third, Gabe Jennings goes back and makes the catch. That was a really good pitch from Boranic. He came in and jammed him off the hands.
2: And that was a really good play by Gabe Jennings. Uh, that uh, ball had a lot of spin on it, and you could tell the way he took an interesting path, but it was kind of over his shoulder. And he was in because you got a left-hand hitter up and a runner at first thinking bunt perhaps. Mm-hmm. And, and they have certainly showed that they're willing to do that.
1: The batter is Eric Roberts hit by a pitch, the what, second pitch of the game, and he scored a run in the first inning. Roberts a home run yesterday. He has three home runs, his 18 lead his team, and in fact, uh, tops in the game, a swing and a foul, and one and one.
2: They started the runner.
1: Yeah, Ben Stewart playing at third base. For Stewart, this is his eighth game and his sixth start, but first time we've seen him in the weekend series. Going again and then stops, a smash on one hop. Nice pick by J.T. Mabry and out at first. That ball was hit hard. Looked like it had a ticket for right field. Mabry making a nice play on the short hop. And then getting the runner at first base, no runs, a hit, and one left for Evansville in the second. In the middle of ending number two, the Aces lead the Blue Raiders by a score of one to nothing. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders play here, WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna.
1: 1-0 Evansville, and the Blue Raiders bat in the bottom of the second inning with Jackson Galloway to lead off. Left-hander Donovan Schultz working for the Purple Aces this afternoon, and he's making his fourth start of the season. Evansville getting a run in the first and the 1-0 lead here in the bottom of the second.
2: Galloway has struggled against left-handers uh, early in the season.
1: Jackson won for three against the lefty
2: yesterday. Well that was the only hit he's had this season against a left-hander. I thought he looked a lot, he's looked a lot better this series though than he had been. Looks like he's got things turned around. He's been making very good,
1: solid contact, swinging a foul back on a 1-0 pitch, and it's one and one. That ball
2: was straight back, so that means he was on it, just under it.
1: Yep. Jackson will be followed by Cam Johnson and Gabe Jennings in this Middle Tennessee second inning. Hits this one in the air to right center field. Going back, still going back. Roberts, it short hops the fence, and Galloway will cruise into second base with a leadoff double. Well, there you go. And you think about it, that ball bounced just in front of the fence out by the scoreboard there in right center. You have that wind not blowing like it is. That might might have been circling them. That's right. The Raiders have their first hit for Jackson. The double is his second of the season. And here's Cam Johnson has seen limited action but has gotten the bat on the ball. In the few chances he's had to bat, he's two for five and two runs batted in. Also, scored a run. Time is called as the catcher,
2: Brendan Horde, is going to go out and talk to his left hander. And both of those hits have come off of left handers. He's two for four against left handers, 0 oh for one against a right hander. Yeah. You know, our right handed hitters should be hitting better against left handed pitching.
1: Yeah, usually it's the left-handers that deal with left-hand hitters. It seems to be more lopsided. Yeah. Swing and a miss by Johnson. He had a big cut at that one. Cam from Seymour, Tennessee, comes to Middle Tennessee from Dyersburg State Community College. His first season here. Bats from the right side. Takes a strike on the outside corner. Strike two.
2: Been used quite a bit as a defensive replacement in the outfield.
1: Two-strike delivery, a swing and a miss, up and in with a good fastball, and Schultz gets his first strikeout. So after the double, a strikeout, and Gabe Jennings will hit. <laughs> Gabe with three home runs, 12 runs batted in. Tied for second with D.J. Wright in R- RBIs. Takes a strike. On deck is Eston Snyder. A double, a strikeout, and Jennings now for the Blue Raiders in this bottom of the second. at Ev- Evansville. Gabe stands in from the right side. Pops this one foul back in this our direction. It'll make some racket when it... There we go. Hits, I would hit on the steps, which are a little uh, less noisy than. (laughs) But There's not
2: as much surface to reverberate, right? That's true. Schultz has been throwing his fastball, 87, 88, right around in there. Two strikes with Jennings.
1: And up and in. There, see, 88. Had some good rain here and even some of the walkways you can tell a little damp looking. Brownscrew did a really good job getting the field ready in time with no issues. At least no apparent issues. High pop fly behind second base into shallow center. It is going to be caught by the right fielder Roberts coming all the way over from his position. So... That,
2: that looked like the, a
1: collision in the making. It sure did. In fact, at one point, the second baseman, Witter, the center fielder, Rumsey, and the right fielder, Roberts, are probably about three feet away from each yeah. other. Roberts had a little better angle, and so he was the one that took the catch. So a couple of quick outs after the double, and Eston Snyder will bat. Snyder takes in the pitches up high for ball one. Eston with two really good catches yesterday. One was uh, even a little bit better than the other. Yeah. That can, over the shoulder, just to the right of dead center field on a ball that was nailed and should have been a two-run producing extra base hit. First pitch to Eston a ball. The next one comes up and in, so two balls and no strikes. Blue Raiders looking for... A base hit to get Galloway in from second base. Ball hit, hit foul back here and strike one, two and one. Snyder at 2.32, Eston with a couple of home runs, eight runs batted in, hits this one in the air to right, Waiting for it and now backing up a step is Roberts and that will retire the side. So after the leadoff double, nothing develops. No runs on a hit and one left in the Middle Tennessee, bottom of the second inning. After two, two, Evansville's in front, one to nothing. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
11: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour.
12: There aren't any cops
0: around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal.
11: It was just a few
7: drinks. I'm good.
0: the flagship station for Blue Raider sports, WGNS.
1: We're moving along to the top of the third inning this afternoon here at Reese Smith Field in Evansville with a 1-0 lead over Middle, and Evansville bats with their 2, 3, and 4 hitters to face Bryant Buranek in this third. Aces, the Purple Aces, officially. Run in the first inning.
2: We're in their gray uniforms today. I guess those numbers are in purple.
1: First pitch a ball, the next one a strike, and it's one and one. Yeah, both teams wearing what I would in my mind the old time mm-hmm. guy um, tra- a traditional uniform today. Yep. Blue Raiders in white. Ball in the dirt.
2: Bounces away.
1: Home uniforms and Evansville in all gray. Two balls and one strike. Hug a walk in the first inning. Takes. Oh. And a
2: ball. Mm. It's three and one. I thought that one was pretty darn close. I would agree with you. I think Briggs Rudder thought it was as well.
1: A 3-1 pitch, fouled aw- off the screen in front of the Blue Raiders' dugout up along the first
2: baseline. Hug knows he missed, uh, missed his pitch on that one. They're wearing purple under-jerseys. Looks like everybody wearing long sleeves today. And ball four
1: is up high. So a walk, a leadoff walk, and that's the way things get going
2: here in the top of the third inning. Yesterday, JT was, uh, Babry was wearing the short sleeve under jersey. He's gone to long sleeves today. I think it's the
1: difference between a tiny bit. Actually, there wasn't much sun yesterday, was no. there? No. That saw, one That one time in the middle of the game for we about saw, five minutes. Yeah. Veranek, who has hit a batter, just about got another one.
2: Yeah, he came in uh, more than close. Simon Sherry,
1: that's shortstop for Evansville. A bunt single in the first inning. Needs a grand ball here. Takes, that's a strike. And one and one. Sherry a 328 batting average. Bats from the right side. Hug at first on the leadoff walk. Throw over, and the runner gets back in. <laughs> Almost lost his balance. Yeah, it looked like he slipped, uh, foot slipped on top of the base. Veranic ready, and his 1-1 pitch, and he hit him.
2: Right in the back. This looks too much like that first inning.
1: Yeah, the only situa- difference is it's reversed. There was a hit by pitch and a walk, and now it's a walk and a hit by pitch. So two on and nobody out, and Brendan Horde
2: is the hitter. Well, in that at first at bat, uh, grounded one to uh, Gabe Jennings at third base. He stepped on the bag to get a force. Didn't get the throw across for the
1: double play though. As a result, Horde gets a run batted in. He has 14 and is second on this team behind Roberts, 18.
2: Takes a pitch low and ball one. You know, if we had been able to turn that double play, he wouldn't have gotten the RBI. That's right.
1: A 1-0 pitch.
2: Outside, two balls and no strikes. Oh, I think I would have asked that first base umpire about that one. Tried to check his swing. I guess everybody thought he did, but.
1: Hoard bats from the right side. 2 0 pitch to him. Fouled away to the right. A walk, a hit-by-pitch is how we have started things here in the top of the third. Evansville, a hit-by-pitch and a walk, turned that into a run in the first inning. D.J. Wright
2: playing in front of the runner at
1: first base. Swing and a miss on a good fastball. And
10: that
2: evens the count at two and two. Yeah, now they move him back with two strikes. Gabe Jennings deep over at third base. Guarding the line. Two balls, two strikes, two on, no outs. Two-two
1: pitch. There's Baranic's first strikeout of the afternoon. A good breaking ball down and in <coughs> to Horde for out number one. Now Grand ground ball
2: can get you out of the
1: inning. Uh, looking for one of those. Danny Borgstrom is gonna be the hitter.
15: 14, Hit
1: a fly ball to Eston Snyder in center field, his first time up. Two on one out now for Evansville. Borgstrom a
2: swing and a foul to the left, gets out of play. That five ball in the uh, in the first inning, Steiner was had to come in, was in good position, to make the throw, kept the runner from advancing on the throw. Borgstrom waiting
1: on a one strike pitch, and that's a strike at the knees for strike two. Evansville as the Purple Aces, two on with one out in the top (laughs) of the third. Outfield straight away for this batter. Borkstrom stands in from the left side, fouls it straight back. It looks, just looking at the crowd now, it looks like Perceptively, it doesn't seem to be quite as chilly because you don't see people huddle over as much. Not to say <laughs> nobody is, and, you know, you still have blankets. and
2: I'm seeing a lot of blankets down there.
1: But a lot of people sitting back, relaxed and in a, a watching mode rather than a try-to-stay-warm mode. Swing and a foul tip. Oh, just barely got a piece of that. Went straight down into the dirt, right by home plate. And so still two strikes. Borkstrom is the left fielder for Evansville. He had a two for five game yesterday. A two strike pitch again mm. and just a tick high perhaps. In any case it was ball one, one ball and two strikes. Evansville coming in today with an eight and seven record. The Blue Raiders are seven and seven. One two pitch
2: outside. Oh, I don't think I'm the only one in the stands uh, up this way that uh, thought that was a strike. Well, I, I would say R- Briggs Rudder framed it really well, uh, but it
1: did look a little outside on this side of the the broadcast booth. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, that's what that three feet difference will make. There you is. Yeah, change
1: up and a strikeout. So Baranek getting a couple of strikeouts after he put the first two on with a walk and a hit by pitch. And Bryant will face Brett, Brent Witter.
15: Witter out on a
1: fly ball to Johnson in right field. That was in the first inning. Played third base the previous two games, bats from the right side, takes down and away for ball one. Witter, 10 runs batted in. Ball two is outside and low, so two balls and two strikes. Tell you what, you're showing some versatility when you can play third and second base because they, they have a lot of different components oh, right. despite the, being on the infield.
2: That's right. You're absolutely right. The throws are totally different. The look off the bat
1: totally different. And the distance from the batted ball to yeah. the
2: position. Oh, third is. You don't see many third basemen who can play second. 2-1 uh, pitch, a strike on
1: the outside corner, makes it 2-2. Two two. Matt Carpenter was
2: able to make that change. Yes, he was, yeah. He also ended up playing first base one season with the Cardinals. 2-2 two, two pitch
1: in the dirt, nicely Ooh. blocked by Rutter, And a full count, so runners will be going on this next one. Right-hander Bryant Baranek working for middle and his pitch fouled straight back and so the runners will head back. Remember reading or hearing a commentary several years ago that the three-two, two-out foul ball creates something that no other sport has an equivalent of.
2: That's right.
1: Full count delivery and up high for ball four. You hate losing him. So after the two strikeouts, another walk in the inning.
2: Left-hander throwing in the uh, Raider bullpen. Yeah.
1: Bases are loaded, and Coach Jerry Myers is going to the mound. Bryant has walked three and hit two batters in and they're going two to and two-thirds innings. And so that's going to send the call to the Blue Raider bullpen. So Bryant will leave here in this third inning, trailing one to nothing. Evansville with the bases loaded and two outs. We've got a new pitcher coming in with the pitching change. We will take this break. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS.
2: New pitcher for the Blue Raiders, Jake Cothran. The left hander comes in making his fourth appearance, all in relief. He's uh, thrown eight and a third innings, giving up four runs, all earned on five hits, four walks, eight strikeouts, 4.32 ERA, a 1 0 record. Opponents hitting 172 against Cochran catherine he needs uh, to get an out here needs to come
1: in get an out and see how it goes in the top of the fourth inning when i imagine we'll see him back on the mound an interesting inning a walk a hit by pitch two strikeouts and then a walk again
2: well he uh, he uh, he got ahead of the hitters for both of those strikeouts then on the walk he just uh he was behind the, the whole way. So, Bryant Beranic, two
1: and two-thirds innings, one run that he's been charged with, three that are his responsibility. A couple of hits. He walked three, struck out two, and also hit two batters. So, of the fifteen he faced, uh, five walk or three walks and hit-by-pitch account for a third of them. First pitch, bounce back to the mound, a big towering bounce. Cothran throws to first, and one pitch and one big out. That's as efficient as it can get, and that was not an easy play because it took a big (laughs) high bounce. High bounce. And Cothran had to actually back off the top of the pitching rubber down a little bit, but then he very casually, not – in a bad way, but just calmly threw to first base and got the runner there, and what I was afraid might be a close play, but uh, Jake handled it, and that takes care of Evansville, and the Purple Aces leave the bases loaded. No runs or hits, but two walks and a hit-by-pitch, three left, and we head to the bottom of the third, still one to nothing, Evansville. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna.
1: Well, Jake Cothran comes in, bases loaded, and two outs does exactly what he needed to get done, and that is one pitch and one out. It was a throw for him, a ball that was hit to him. Here is J.T. Mayberry, ball hit up the middle, a quick throw to first, scooped very well by Chase Hugg at first base and JT is retired. That was a good play up the middle by Sherry. His throw was in the dirt. Boy, when you got a first baseman who can scoop it like that, you save your team a lot of runs.
2: Well, we certainly know uh, how that works. D.J. Wright is, how many runs, how many errors has he saved this ball club just in our first 14 games? he's
1: had a few opportunities. I'm remembering, you know, of course, When you play third base like D.J. has done, you get to do that. Here's a hot smash to third right at Stewart. The throw pulls hug a little bit across the bag, but he's able to make the play. And so two decently
2: tagged ground balls, but a couple of quick outs in this inning. Yeah, Jeremiah Wright needs to see some pitches here. Jeremiah, a walk in the first inning.
1: Final line on Bryant Baranek, two and two thirds innings. One run, two hits, walked three, struck out two, hit a couple of batters. So just the one run and a one nothing Evansville lead in the bottom of the third. Two down for Jeremiah Boyd. A strike on a one-oh pitch, it's one and one. Breeze coming in right now, straight out. Home plate out of center field. Boyd sends one down the line into the right field corner and foul by about four or five feet. Ball slicing away and going into foul territory. Jeremiah will come back to the plate. Boyd with one double, four home runs and 13 runs batted in. Leads the club in RBIs. And tied for the lead in homers with DJ Wright. Swing and a miss at a high fastball and strike three. So Donovan Schultz has pitched some really fine baseball for Evansville and he gets the Blue Raiders in order here in the bottom of the third. We played three, move on to the fourth. Evansville on top of middle by a one to nothing score. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio
1: WGNS. Top of the fourth inning coming along. 1-0 Evansville for the Purple Aces. They have one run on two hits, no errors, and have stranded six. For the Blue Raiders, no runs, one hit, no errors, and three left on base. And and I guess if if I were being totally uh, honest with myself, the Blue Raiders very fortunate to be down one to nothing. I agree with you totally. First inning, Evansville had the bases loaded with nobody out and got one run out of it. Got the bases loaded and left them loaded in the top of the third. So we go to the fourth. And Evansville facing Jake Cothran. First pitch from the left-hander drifts outside. Ben Stewart leads off. He's singled in the second inning. Stewart, Rumsey, and Roberts. Eight, nine, and one in the Evansville batting order. Strike called on the 1-0 pitch, one and one. Hey, 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 hey. Cothran came on in relief of Brent Bryant Baranick in the Top of the third inning. Outside with this pitch, two balls and one strike. Jake from Inman, South Carolina and the left-hander's pitch is way outside. Ball three and strike one. Outfield straightaway for this right-hand batter. Stewart stands in. 3-1 pitch. Oh. Ball four. That is a walk. Third inning in four that the leadoff batter has been put on base. Uh, Hit by pitch in the first. Walks in the third and fourth. Four walks now for Blue Raider pitching. Had nine of them yesterday.
2: How can you – it's really going to be tough to keep pitching around these – lead off walks or hit batter. That puts a lot of pressure on everybody. The batter is Ty Rumsey, shows
1: bunt, takes a pitch up high. Rumsey out on a pop fly to Gabe Jennings at third. That was in the second inning. As we mentioned three hits in the first two games of the series. 1-0 pitch, that's a strike, one and one. Just an observation. I've not seen any what I would call borderline pitches called strikes to this point. No, and I, I'm not saying that they haven't been called correctly. It just,
2: it's a tight strike zone. There's no doubt about yeah. that.
1: Seems like everything that is is what I would classify as right down the middle. Swinging a miss here, and mm-hmm. two strikes, one and two. That's a
2: curveball. Mm-hmm.
1: Lefty against lefty. Cutharan's pitch. Sails behind the hitter. That was a curveball that didn't curve. Yeah, it's not often the the hitter has a pitch thrown behind them. (laughs) So a wild pitch, and the runner goes to second base. (laughs) Yeah, it,
2: it takes the double play out of order.
1: The breaking ball that didn't. So Stewart at second base with nobody out. Two balls and two strikes. And way outside and low, ball three and strike two. Middle and Evansville in the final of a three game series here this afternoon. Cases with a runner at second, nobody out in the fourth. A hard ground ball towards right. Oh, nice fielded by JT Mabry. A quick throw to DJ Wright at first. And out over there. That was excellently done by JT Mabry. I thought that was a base hit to right field. And
2: if it had been a base hit from right field, that would have scored the run. Yeah. Instead, the runner has to hold it third
1: and it was a kind of it was not a double play ball obviously no it was not uh, going to be
2: a double play ball
1: but the wild pitch has the runner at third instead of second as and otherwise that, would have been infield that, in yeah with one out and a runner at third a strike called that was a breaking ball yeah eric roberts up there hit by a pitch in the first inning and he scored in that first on a ground out That's from the left side Swing and a miss. Good breaking ball to him. And strike two. So walk wild pitch and a ground out.
2: Runner at third for the Purple Aces. News so.
0: Radio WGNS.
2: The flagship station. So they've thrown him two uh, off-speed pitches to and start this at bat. See what he gets
1: here on the 0-2. Same thing, same result. A swing and a miss. And, boy, is that a big strikeout. Catherine gets the strikeout with the runner at third. Now the infield will back up with two outs and it'll bring up Chase Baseball Hug. 11, Chase Hug has walked twice in his two trips to the plate here this afternoon. Bats from the left side. He's the first baseman for this Evansville team. Pitch way outside, <laughs> nice reach by briggs Rudder to keep that one from scooting on through. Hug's only hitting 407. There's some good batting averages on some players on these two teams. He's their leading average hitter. Takes down and low. Has a couple of home runs, 12 runs batted in. Two balls and no strikes with him here.
2: And he doesn't mind hitting against left-handed pitching. Four for nine, a couple walks. I'd say that's uh Here's a line
1: drive, fair ball into the right field corner and a two out RBI double by Hug. Makes the Raiders pay for the walk. And so now he's five for 10 against left hand pitching. That is very good. Two nothing Evansville for Hug, his 13th run batted in. So a two out double Stewart who walked, scores. And uh, Simon Sherry is the batter. He has a bunt single and has been hit by a pitch. Shortstop from Evansville stands in from the right side. Runner at second and two down. That's tough when you get that second out with the runner at third and then it's, if you're the Evansville Purple Aces, you're excited about hug picking up everybody and getting the run batted in. 2-0 Evansville in the fourth now.
2: Right-hander throwing in the uh, Raider bullpen. And a strike to Sherry. Dakota Sato throwing Kay. for the Raiders. Two strikes
1: with this batter. Runner at second base with two outs, swinging a foul. And still strike two. Left-hander Jake Cothran, working in his second inning, came in to get the final out of the third.
2: Been touched for a
1: run here in this fourth.
2: One of the nice things about that complete game on Friday means that you did not have to go to the bullpen and uh, they went. Uh, they had used three yesterday but there's still a lot of arm. Whoa, that's back strike pitch, A wild pitch that might get a
1: runner home from third or second, and it does. Oh, my goodness. There are wild pitches, and then there's that one.
2: That one was behind yeah, the right-handed hitter. It looked
1: hitter. like a fastball behind hit. a right-hand hitter. It hit off the base of the wall, and then at well, what would be the third-base half of the field, and then caromed all the way across... To the first base side, had plenty of steam on it, and mm. wow. Two wild pitches in the inning. JT Mabry scored from second on a wild pitch earlier for the Blue Raiders this season. It was a lot more
2: fun when he did it than watching <laughs> that one. That was not fun at all. No. And it, it just incredibly frustrating. Uh, uh, it had, had to stra- be incredibly frustrating for Briggs Rudder trying to track that ball down. Never had a chance. Here's a bouncing ball to third. Nice
1: play by Gabe Jennings and a throw to first to retire the side. But the third out comes later than the Raiders would have liked it to have happened here in the top of the fourth. Two two-out runs as a result. Two runs on only one hit. No errors, nobody left on base, and three to nothing Evansville after three and a half. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS.
1: Bottom of the fourth inning. This is the Wendy's inning. It's the Wendy's inning. I I could use a cheeseburger about now.
2: Well, uh, we've got the three, four, and five hitters uh, scheduled to come to bat. And uh, if the Raiders get a hit this inning, then uh, you can all – we'll give you the code to – Text uh, and get a coupon for a free Dave's single cheeseburger. Good at the Murfreesboro and Smyrna Wendy's.
1: Here's D.J. Wright leading off for the Blue Raiders in the bottom of the fourth. D.J. hit by a pitch in the first. Two for four yesterday takes ball one. That was a frustrating top of the fourth inning. You felt like you were getting out of it, but then not. Here's a bloop into shallow right center field. It's going to fall for a base hit for the Blue Raiders. Their second hit. Jackson Galloway has the other.
2: You know, walk- we we had one like that earlier in this ball game that uh, they were able to handle. I was kind of expecting uh, the right fielder to come in out of nowhere to make that play. Yeah, that one didn't have the altitude. It
1: just- so Wright's at first base, leadoff single, and Briggs <laughs> Rudder is at the plate. Briggs- and Oak that means
2: one. that DJ Wright is one you folks out there in radio land a single cheeseburger, single Dave's
1: cheeseburger. We'll get from the, Wendy's. the number and the code here to pass along. Fastball and a strike called. One and one.
2: Three nothing,
1: Evansville, and
2: we're in the bottom of the fourth inning. And if Evansville misses a couple of free throws here, we'll get a frosty to go <laughs> along with. <it>. No, that's <laughs> oh. wrong game. Oh, the crowd got behind the the frosties uh, this season at Murphy Center. A high fly ball, Rudder hits it to deep right, but the wind will keep it
1: in the park by the edge of the warning track, about three feet away, making the catch is Roberts. So Briggs-Rudder going the other way to right field, long fly, but out. That ball goes in April. Yes. That's the,
2: yes. (laughs) Yeah, another couple of weeks, and what happens is the dominant, uh, wind patterns here at Reese Smith Field change. Instead of getting that wind in straight out of center field, it'll turn around and blow out of the east and the southeast. The batter is Jackson Galloway. Jackson a double
1: in the second inning. Doubled leading off, but he was still at second base when the inning ended. 3-0 Evansville in the bottom of the fourth. Ball hit off the end of the bat, slowly to second. They're gonna go to second for a force and throw to first, very close. And safe was the call. Galloway hustling down the line. I didn't even figure they'd try to throw to second base, but nearly got two out of it. That was very well handled by the Evansville infield, only the speed of Jackson Galloway kept them from getting a double play. So Jackson becomes the two out base runner at first and the batter is Cam Johnson, camo for one. Right fielder stands in and takes up high and away. Bats from the right side.
2: Number six. A little bit more pay, uh, plate discipline there than he was showed in that first at bat. A
1: 1-0 pitch to him, that's inside. Two balls and no strikes. Evansville a run in the first, two in the fourth.
2: In that first at-bat, they were throwing him high fastballs. He was uh, giving in to them.
1: And takes here. That's outside. So three balls and no strikes. Coming into this game, Schultz had had control problems. Walks and hit by pitch, but uh, he's kept those under control. Teams only hitting 156 against him, so when he gets the ball over the plate, he can be tough. Didn't that time, he walks Cam on four straight pitches. So Johnson, the runner at first, Jackson Galloway moves down to second base and the inning will continue for Gabe
2: Jennings. A lot better at bat from Cam Johnson that time. Good plate discipline. Very, very.
1: Jennings hits one off the end of the bat to second. Witter has it and out at first to retire the side. No runs, one hit, and two left for middle here in the bottom of the fourth. So after four, Evansville has a 3 nothing lead. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders play here, WGNS, Murfreesboro,
1: Smyrna. Here we go to the top of inning number five. Jake Cothran, who came on in the third inning, gets set to work the fifth. Jake touched for a couple of runs in the fourth. And the left-hander will face Brendan Hoard, Danny Borgstrom, and Brent Witter in this Evansville batting order. Poured an out in the first inning, a ground ball out, but it got a run home as he picked up his 14th run batted in of the season. Takes a pitch low and inside for a ball. Yeah, he was a strikeout
2: victim, one of uh, Brian Baranek's three strikeouts. He got him back in the third. Pitch outside, two balls and
1: no strikes. Outfield straightaway for this right-hand batter. He's the catcher for Evansville. Two and O is outside, ball three and no strikes. And the Blue Raiders a pitch away from putting the leadoff man on base via walk or hit by pitch for the fourth time in five innings. At least not gonna happen on that pitch. Right down the middle for a called strike as Jake gets the fastball over. Next one on the way, that one is hammered into right center field, but over there in shading in that direction is Cam Johnson, and he makes the catch. So Horde retired on the ball, hit to right. And the leadoff man is retired here to start the fifth inning.
2: Getting the right-hander back up in the bullpen.
1: The left-hander, Cothran, getting set to face Danny Borgstrom. Facing him for the first time, in with a strike. Nice job by Jake at three and zero. it's like, oh boy. And yeah. he came back, got a strike, and then uh, got the ball hit in the air for the out. One strike delivery, that's a strike on the outside. Corner strike two. A breezy afternoon
2: <laughs>
1: and overcast here at the ballpark. Swing and a miss. Changed up and got him as Borgstrom is a strikeout victim for Cothran.
2: That's his second strikeout. That was a nice at-bat for Cothran. Yeah, three pitches. Yeah, <laughs> he went right at him. Well, and coming off of that uh, first batter that he went 3-0 and on, you're saying, oh, my gosh, what's that about to happen? Well, so now, far
1: two outs and nobody on. Here's a hot smash base hit into right field bat, off the bat of Witter.
2: That two steps beyond the reach of J.T. Mabry. So four hits for Evansville, five.
1: and the inning continues with the two-out single for the designated hitter Kevin McCormick.
2: McCormick was the first batter that uh, that Catherine faced. Back in the third inning. Got him on a comebacker.
1: That was a big out because it came with the bases loaded. Pitch a strike to this hitter. McCormick bats from the left side. He's the designated hitter. Was in that position yesterday. We didn't see him in the Friday night game. Next one outside and a
2: wild pitch. Uh, that, that, That... is that the uh, third wild pitch for Cothran? Yes. One of them was a two-base wild pitch. Yeah, that's how the second
1: run of the fourth scored, a two-out, two-base wild pitch. That's, that's really not <laughs> what you normally see. No. Swing and a miss on a breaking ball. And one and two with McCormick now. Runner at second base. Is Brent Witter three nothing Evansville in the top of the fifth? Pitch outside and low. Even's the count at two and two. Lefty Jake Cothran working for the Blue Raiders checks the runner at second. Here's his pitch. Swing and a miss and strike three. So Jake picks up a couple of strikeouts here in this fifth inning. No runs on a hit for the Purple Aces. They strand one. And in the middle of inning number five, it's still Evansville three and the Blue Raiders nothing. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: the flagship station for Blue Raider sports, WGNS.
1: Back at the ballpark, and we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Bob Jamison along with John Callow and Middle Tennessee baseball against the Evansville Purple Aces. Middle on the short end here as they bat in the bottom of the fifth inning. Eston Snyder out on a fly ball to right, takes a strike. Donovan Schultz works and delivers a breaking ball, swing and a miss. He has blanked the Blue Raiders on a couple of hits. He's walked two. He's struck out a couple. Snyder a swing and a foul down along the right field. Line will get back out of play. Did that get into the bullpen? Uh, took a bounce right in that general area. Eston Snyder, J.T. Mabry, Brett Coker in the bottom of the fifth. Three runs, four hits for Evansville. No runs, two hits for a middle. Mabry takes, and it, it's up high for ball one. All right, Eston Snyder. I'm in a hurry to put him on base and get JT to the plate. Well, I I,
2: I, that would work for me.
1: A one-two delivery. Uh, he's on base, there a base go. hit into left field. You were prescient. That's what he yeah. <laughs> No, I never guess right or have any. (laughs) (laughs) Snyder, a base hit. Blue Raiders third, and here's J.T. Mabry.
2: Hit the ball solidly twice, but both ground outs, once to second, once to short. Well, you know when you've got Snyder on uh, base, uh, you uh, might not mind uh, doing the hit and run here.
1: Especially with Mabry at the plate who has.
2: Mabry's uh, a contact man.
1: Don't want to jinx him, but he's only struck out to this point in the season three times. Yeah.
2: That kind of contact.
1: Foul ball out of play here. A ball and a strike with JT. Hitting 434 as he stands in. Looks down at Kevin Nichols coaching at third base. Eston Snyder at first, leadoff single. Here's a one-one pitch to Mabry, fouled away, and one and two. Well, the nice, and I under, underscore, nice long homestand for the Blue Raiders.
2: Getting close. Looking,
1: getting close to coming to an end, but uh, we still have another four games after today. right? A 1 2 delivery. Mabry hits it straight away center field. Hardly moving is the center fielder Rumsey, and he'll make the catch. So JT out on a liner to center. And with one out, here's Brett Coker. Brett, two RBIs, the only two RBIs of the game on Friday night. Also had a run batted in yesterday. Stands in with 11 driven in. Takes down and in for a ball. Mm. Got two home runs on opening night. Wouldn't mind picking up his third right here.
2: I, I, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Snyder running. Not on this count, but uh, there's a ground ball to short. They have one
1: at second. A throw to first, and that's a double play.
2: 6-4-3
1: on the double play and so no runs on a hit and nobody left in the middle half of the fifth inning after five and as we go on to the sixth evansville has a three to nothing lead this is the blue raider network from learfield
6: you know that sound anywhere it's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip with its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans it's a sip away from perfection
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS.
1: Well, at the end of five, they like to drag the infield, and that means we're on to the top of the six. Three nothing Evansville.
2: Speaking of six, uh, we need to point out to folks that uh, Dick Palmer's pre selection show, show is going to be on Facebook Live. That'll be. So you can. Uh, Tune into Facebook or what do you, you won't tune in what do you do uh, you get online and you watch you're Facebook. asking somebody that knows that it's 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 out there someplace yeah. right yes but anyway it'll be on Facebook live and I,
1: I would call my son and ask him uh, that's
2: uh, yeah I might call my grandson three
1: nothing Evansville top of the sixth inning and Jake Cothran out for another inning of work. Jake's worked two and a third in relief of Brian Beranek. And the left-hander's first pitch here to Ben Stewart is fouled for a strike. Stewart a single and a walk. Walked and scored in the fourth. Pitch outside to him. One ball and one strike. Stewart, Rumsey, and Roberts in this sixth inning. Pitches is a strike, and it's one and two.
2: The Raiders had, had uh, Kota Sato up throwing in the bullpen the last couple of innings. Not throwing right now. Here's a
1: bouncing Whoa. ball. That wasn't fouled by much at third no, base. It no, was hit sharply. Uh, fouled by less than a foot as it went by the base.
2: Well, Gabe Jennings uh, seemed to think it was going to be foul right off the bat. Uh, he might have been a little bit surprised that it stayed that close to the bag.
1: A 1-2 pitch. It's hit to Jennings. Nice backhanded play from the line. A bullet across the infield and out at first base. Wow. That was an excellent play by the Blue Raider third baseman. One hugging the line. This time just about as fair as the previous ball had been foul. Gabe backhanding it. He was deep behind third. He was.
2: Came up uh, throwing, though. Uh, Boy, that ball had lots of zip on it. Yep. So did that throw.
1: If you're DJ Wright with Coker and and Jennings throwing to you from the way they do, you might want to put a pad in. Here's a soft liner base hit off the bat of Ty Rumsey into center field for a one-out single. Five hits for Evansville now. A one-out base runner. Evansville has not been retired in order. They came close in the fifth when the first two hitters were retired before getting a two-out single. And that gets Sato back up. So the top of the order and Eric Roberts at the plate. He was hit by a pitch and scored back in the first inning. Looks at a strike here. Roberts a home run in yesterday's game. 18 runs batted in for him. That's 18 runs in the first 15 games. Hits this one sharply. Mabry at second has it. Goes to Coker for one. A quick throw to first. Not quite in time as Roberts got down the line in a hurry. Forced at second base is Rumsey and Roberts becomes a two out base runner on the four six fielder's choice.
2: Ah, that was going to be a tough double play to turn. Yeah, it was
1: just enough to Mabry's left where he had to turn the body to make the throw to second base. Roberts with a nice job getting down the line. So, with two outs, that brings up Chase Hug. He left one foul and out of play to the left side. Hug has been on base three times two walks and a double. He was at second base after a two-out RBI double on a wild pitch that was behind the right-hand hitter, hit the base of the stands, and then went all the way up to the first base dugout, our side. Here's the runner going, and the throw to second is in time as Coker, a nice tag on the feet of Robert sliding in and score a 2-6 on the caught stealing as Rudder gets the base runner at second and that ends the inning no runs on a hit nobody left for Evansville in the top of the sixth it's three nothing Evansville as the Blue Raiders get set to hit in the bottom of inning number six this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro,
1: Smyrna. Donovan Schultz has been tough on Blue Raider bats through five innings, and the left hander takes the mound to face Jeremiah Boyd, DJ Wright, and Briggs Rutter in the bottom of the sixth, his club with a
2: 3 0 lead. Well, we've had some base runners, just haven't been able to do much with them. We've actually left five on. Had a leadoff single in the uh, fifth inning and uh, double play kind of took care of that one.
1: Jeremiah Boyd bats in this sixth. First pitch to him and that's a strike on the outside corner. Jeremiah a walk and a strikeout in two trips to the plate.
2: After hitting in 12 in a row, he has been held hitless in this Evansville series. Line
1: drive to center field. It's gonna hang up for Rumsey. I was about to say maybe not, but no, nope, it hung up. He hit it. it. it's it's odd, you know, you see you hit it too hard, but you know,
2: anybody that's watched some ball games, you know what I'm talking yep. about. Just And that was a line drive, it never got much over head high. But it stayed up and uh, got out there in a hurry. That was the problem.
1: So one hard out in the bottom of the sixth inning for D.J. Wright. swinging a foul. D.J. has been hit by a pitch and singled. Got a base hit in the fourth.
2: And that was a leadoff single in the fourth.
1: One strike delivery high and outside and a ball and a strike.
2: So we've had... Uh, Three hits in this ballgame, and all of them have been leadoff.
1: It's a pop-up to hit. second base. Wright will be retired. Didn't have much altitude, but it was very close to Witter, so he didn't have far to go. And so a couple of quick outs in the bottom of the sixth inning.
2: That was not quite a line drive and not quite a pop-up. How do you score that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's one of those. It's, it's
1: subjective, you know. Yeah. You, it's, it's, imbe- it's a tweener. Not in the kind that goes in between something. but Yeah, uh, it went into my book as a pop-up. That's what I did, too. I wasn't hit hard enough to be a line drive. A line drive no. has to have a little authority. Yeah, Here's one there's that has some authority, but it's going to be caught and left by Borgstrom. Briggs-Rutter, a line drive to left field. So in between the pop-up, a couple of line drive outs, and that retires the Blue Raiders in order in the bottom of the 6th. After six innings of play this afternoon, it's the Evansville Purple Aces 3 and the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders nothing. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio
1: WGNS. 3-0 Evansville to the top of the seventh inning. Evansville, three runs, five hits, no errors, and seven left on base. The Blue Raiders, no runs, three hits, no errors, and five have been stranded. Jake Cothran, who came on back in the third. Touch for a couple of runs in the fourth, getting set to work here in the top of the seventh inning. He will face Chase Hug, Simon Sherry, and Brendan Horde. So the lefty, Cothran, getting a long outing here in relief this afternoon. A pitch to Hug, a breaking ball in for a called strike. Hug has been on base all three times with two walks and a double. Two out RBI double in a two-run fourth inning and he hits this one a long way to right field and that makes it <laughs> four to nothing.
2: Oh, that was a That was a major league show of uh what do you call it? he he just stood there and watched that go.
1: <laughs> wow, it didn't take long to get out of here. It had no. plenty behind it uh that uh that makes it four to nothing. That, my friends, was a home run. So Hug with his second run batted in. And the homer is his third of the year, so he now has 14 RBIs. And 4-0. Evansville in the top of the seventh. Hug has a perfect afternoon. Two doubles and or two hits, so double and a walk, and a two a double a home run and two walks
2: and that gets sato back up throwing
1: so the batter is sherry sherry a bunt single hit by a pitch and a ground out and he takes inside and ball one one ball and a strike on the evansville shortstop four nothing blue raiders on the short end of that score Pitch high and outside, two and one.
2: A little surprised uh, that he didn't come, uh, Coach Jerry Myers did not come out and uh, go with the right-hander now with two right-handed hitters in a row.
1: And a ball outside, three balls and a strike. Outfield straight away for this hitter. Jerry is hitting 333. A 3-1 pitch, swing and a foul. And, and you look at the Evansville averages, look at them coming in yeah. and even what they still have, and it makes the performance by Jaden Ham, a one-hit shutout even more impressive because you're talking about, uh, about a team that's used to getting the bat on the ball. And ball four is outside. So a homer is followed by a walk. The second that Jake has issued, the fifth from Blue Raider pitching thus far this afternoon. Brendan Horde will come to the plate. Horde an 0 for 3 afternoon with a run batted
2: in. His uh, one at bat against uh, Catherine, he uh, flew out to right field. Cam Johnson is playing deep. In right field.
1: He had to go back on that ball. This horde going the other way showing some good power in that direction. Throw to first and Sherry gets back in. So a runner at first and nobody out. A run in in the top of the seventh. A ball slammed foul oh. <laughs> at third base.
2: Got out in front of it just a little bit.
1: I thought double into the left field corner when that one left yeah. the bat. but Yeah, he was just a, a fraction. Pitch was just up and in enough. But he turned on an inside pitch and got good contact.
2: Just a little bit early.
1: Strike one as a result. Curveball. That's outside and ball one. Strike one. 4-0 Evansville. Top of the seventh inning now. Hug started the inning with a homer. Sherry has walked. 1 1 to Hoard down low. Ball two and strike one. A couple of lighter spots in the sky, but nothing like uh, sunshine no, or anything. No, I, 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 in fact, it looks really dark out beyond center field. Yeah. And that's where the breeze is coming from. Oh, there's a.
2: Strip of lights, lighter.
1: Here's a breaking ball, a strike, Uh, two and two.
2: Light gray, but unfortunately right behind it is another dark, dark strip. Not supposed to get any rain, though. No. At least that's the
1: the hoped-for forecast. 2-2 with this batter and in the dirt, ball three and strike two. Evansville got a run in the first inning added two in the fourth both scoring with two outs and then a run here in the seventh for the four to nothing lead runner at first full count no outs runner is going in ball four so a pair of walks to start the seventh inning and with two on and a run in and nobody out that'll bring up the Left fielder Danny Borgstrom. I think that's going to be it. Uh, And Coach Jerry Myers is on his way to the mound and is going to go to the bullpen. So the Blue Raiders will be going to the bullpen, making a pitching change here in the top of the seventh inning. And with that call to the pen, we will step away for this. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: 4 0 Evansville, and the new pitcher for the Blue
2: Raiders is Kota Sato. Making his fourth appearance, second in relief. Uh, He has thrown nine in the third innings, giving up 11 runs, all earned on 12 hits, three walks, eight strikeouts. He's got a 10.61 ERA an 0-1 record you know, he's kind of like uh kind of like uh Talbot yesterday coming in with that uh, really gaudy era and uh through two or three really good innings and all of a sudden that era took a took a plunge yeah
1: coda has as John said, started a couple of games, second ending, second time in relief. Jake Cothran, three and a third right now. Three runs on four hits, three walks, three strikeouts, and three wild pitches.
2: But he's got a couple of runners out there.
1: Yeah, two runners that are his responsibility. And Sato will face Borgstrom. So a home run, two walks in this inning is how it has started for Evansville as they with the home run have edged out ahead four to nothing and we're going to try to add to that Borgstrom 0 for three stands in from the left side faces the right-hander Sato a bunt out in front of the plate the play will be at first nice pick by DJ Wright and a ball in the dirt So a sacrifice, 1-3, that's a big put-out for D.J. Wright. I thought that ball might skip on through or at least not be caught. So runners move up to second and third as the sacrifice is successful. And the infield is now in. And Blue Raiders bringing the infield in with one out. Brett Witter, the batter, he's been on base with a single and a walk. playing at second base here this afternoon. First pitch is uh, called strike one, the next one on the way, and that's just Mm. outside ball, one
2: and strike one. That was probably a strike yesterday.
1: So one and one with this hitter. That pitch ground to short. They're going to come to the plate, and I think he's out nice. at the plate. He's tried to slide around the tag, but because the throw actually pulled briggs Rudder into the baseline, the base runner had to slide and try to get by, and so as a result, he's out at home. That was a nice play on both ends from Brett Coker and briggs Rudder.
2: So it's a fielder's choice. Score at 6 2. And the runner stays at second. So you don't advance the runner and you get a runner thrown out at the plate.
1: Then we have a pinch hitter coming up for Kevin McCormick. It's Kip Fugers. Fugers, who we saw play at second base in the first two games of this series. So Fugers batting and takes outside and low. Evansville pinch hitter hits from the right side. Two on and two outs here in the top of the seventh. Sato with a pitch and a little but bit inside. Ball two and no strikes. Ball
2: just barely missed. That was a tough pitch to lay off unless you just knew you couldn't handle it.
1: Two. Zero on the count, and a pitch in the dirt blocked, and Rudder keeps it near the plate and keeps the runners at first and second base, but the count goes to 3-0.
2: and Boy, that, uh, that strip of uh, light gray sky is gone, isn't it? Wherever it went, uh, yeah. it's not there anymore. It has disappeared.
1: <laughs> a 3-0 count on this batter. That's a strike. Three and one. Good pra- threw him a breaking pitch. Well, three you, and zero. Did
2: you see his knees on that?
1: It was a buckler, but yep. it wasn't two strikes, and it wasn't Adam Wainwright throwing it. <laughs> Three-one pitch. Ground ball sharply hit to third, and Gabe Jennings will tag the base runner to retire the side. That was a nice bounce back by Sato. Three and zero on that hitter getting him on the 3-1 ground out. And that will end things here in the seventh. It looked like it might develop badly for the Blue Raiders, and they did give up the run on the homer, but that was all. So one run, one hit, no errors, and two left. Seventh inning stretch time this afternoon has Evansville out in front by a score of 4 to nothing. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Bottom of the seventh inning, and Blue Raiders coming to the plate, trailing by a score of four to nothing. Final line on Jake Cothran. Threes are almost completely wild. Three in a third innings, three runs, three earned runs, four hits, three walks, three strikeouts, three wild pitches. So a lot of threes in there. Nice job <laughs> by... Cota Sato to come in two on nobody out and get the side without any further damage. Yeah, that gun. was
2: uh, uh, that was a uh, situation fraught with danger, and he pitched out of it. Uh, got some good work from his infielders.
1: Yes, he did. Jesse, very, very Brett Coker and Briggs Rudder combining on an out at the plate. DJ Wright scooped up. Uh, Sato throw on a sacrifice that uh, was in the dirt, and then nice play by Gabe Jennings on a hot smash to third to end it. Jackson Galloway has been on base twice, a double and reached on a fielder's choice. One for two, and he fouls one out of play. Four nothing Evansville, bottom of the seventh. Galloway takes, and that's a ball, one and one. Donovan Schultz has pitched very, very well for Evansville this afternoon. Came into today's game with some numbers that indicated that control might have occasionally been a problem. It has not been today. No, he's been really good. Has walked two. He's hit a batter, but has only allowed three hits. Galloway takes high for a ball. And three and one with Jackson. Jackson Galloway, Cam Johnson, Gabe Jennings, hopefully a few more than that here in this Blue Raider bottom of the seventh.
2: Patrick Johnson throwing in the Raider bullpen.
1: And a pitch up and in, ball four. So a leadoff walk. That starts the Blue Raider half of the seventh inning. And it brings up Cam Johnson. Cam has walked and struck out in two trips to the plate. So he faces the left-hander here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Pitch on the way to him, fouled straight back this way. You know, we were wondering where that light strip of sky was for just a brief moment. It got really light over us. So it must be just kind of over us and behind us. And moving on to the south. One strike delivery. Johnson shows bunt the pitch. Outside. Apparently it was outside and one and one. Johnson bats from the right side. Galloway at first with a leadoff walk. Pitch on the way, swing and a miss. He had a good cut, but didn't connect. And one and two. Yeah, that ball elevated in the zone. Four nothing Evansville in bottom of the seventh inning. A one-two delivery. That's up high, two balls and two strikes. Galloway a short lead at the moment at first base. Swing and a miss, a good fastball and Schultz picks up his third strikeout. A one out out on the strikeout and Gabe Jennings is the batter. Gabe 0 for two, time is called. And we've got a visit to the mound for Evansville.
2: Uh, They, uh, this is, uh, they have just in, In the last 30 seconds or so, got a left-hander up throwing in their bullpen. He's still got his parka on, though. Hasn't even thrown off the mound yet. Yeah. (laughs) So they don't have anybody ready to go.
1: This is a stall for time to get somebody ready because we think it might be time. Maybe Schultz is on a pitch (laughs) limit. Or... just saw something he wanted to check on, but certainly it wasn't on that strike three pitch he no. just threw. So one on and one out. Gabe Jennings the batter. Jackson Galloway, the Blue Raider base runner. Third baseman, eight, Gabe Jennings. Gave a long fly ball to right and a ground ball to second in his two trips to the plate this afternoon. Takes a strike on the outside corner. And it one. On deck, Eston Snyder with one out in this inning. Swinging a foul off to the right. And quickly strike two. A Western Kentuckian next weekend. Yeah. That'll be fun. Speaking of that, that's who the Lady Raiders beat yesterday. That was, that was fun. That this always is. And, you know, I lived in Bowling Green for a couple of years, and a yeah. very great community, and it's crossed my mind a few times, gee, if I stayed there, I, the Blue Raiders would be, <laughs> wouldn't be my favorite. Here's a pitch uh, called strike three. And so a couple of strikeouts for for Schultz, two of them consecutively here in the seventh inning.
2: Western Kentucky, you know, got its start as a normal school. My late grandmother actually was a school teacher and went over there to summer school a couple of times. That would have been. About the time it was getting started, nineteen twelve or so. Here's a high pop fly off the bat of
1: Eston Snyder up the third baseline, and the third baseman Stewart comes in to make the catch to retire the side. So leadoff walk, but nothing more in the seventh inning for middle. And we will go to the eighth. It's Evansville for the Blue Raiders. Nothing. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS.
1: Eighth inning is here, 4-0 Evansville. And the Purple Aces will send up Ben Stewart, Ty Rumsey, and Eric Roberts to face Kota Sato. Kota came in in the seventh inning in relief of Jake Cothran, base. With two on, no outs, and got three outs to keep Evansville off the board. They had scored earlier in the inning on a home run. So he's on for his second inning of work. First pitch delivered and a little bit low for a ball. Four runs, six hits for Evansville, no runs, three hits for the Blue Raiders. Ball hit on the ground to Coker at short. Throws to first, a little bit uh, to the infield side. D.J. Wright comes off to make the catch in plenty of time and make the tag. And that it's interesting on a play like that, but because it was so far ahead of the base runner, Wright didn't have to make the stretch. He just he knew he had plenty of time. Made and the tag and
2: everything, it looks good. It looks the same in the scorebook, doesn't it? Patrick Johnson still throwing in the Raider bullpen, backing Sato up. His pitch to Ty
1: Rumsey is outside for a ball. Rumsey a base hit and three at bats, so he's hit safely in all three games of this series and had the only hit in Friday night's game for Evansville. Takes a strike called one and one. Sato with a 1-1 count on this hitter, and this ball is hit well to left, or track right, that right, right field, and it's going to leave the ballpark. Wow! That ball got up in the air and carried over the fence in right. Five to nothing now in favor of Evansville. For Rumsey, the home run is his first of the year and his second run batted in.
2: That one left in a hurry. It did, and uh, even more surprising, I mean, he must have walloped it good because the wind is is blowing hard in from right field right now.
1: So 5-0 Evansville, and a pitch in the dirt to Eric Roberts. Roberts hit by a pitch way back in the first inning, second pitch of the game, and he scored the game's first run. That's with nobody on base and one out
2: in this eighth inning. That's the sixth home run Sato has given up. Here's a ball dribbled out
1: up the, th- up the third baseline and a strike, one and one
2: So he's given up 13 hits and six of them have been home runs. I don't know, what does that tell you? things the maybe the baseball is not moving I would think so yeah probably leaving it out a little
1: bit too much into the the fat part of the zone one one pitch that's outside two balls and a strike yeah six home runs in what 11 and two-thirds innings yeah is uh, a good
2: hitter is going to catch up with a fastball if it doesn't move
1: Yeah, there's a strike two and two. So Rumsey, he has had a good series. He now has five hits in the three games. Gets his first home run in this inning. And when you see a guy that has no home runs hit one like that, you think he's got it in him. Yep. Here's a hard ground ball, but foul at first. And still two and two.
2: The Raider infield shifted with... uh the third baseman gave Jennings to the right side of the bag, Brett Coker, in his shortstop position.
1: Roberts at the plate, 2-2 pitch to him. Grounded foul at first base, about the same place, but not quite the speed on the ball the previous one
2: did. Now the first base coach uh, diverted that baseball with his his foot. He wasn't about to take his hands out of his jacket.
1: It's a, it's a cool afternoon. Last time I checked, temperature dropped to 48 degrees with that nice breeze.
2: We've got a freeze warning, in effect, uh, overnight here in
1: Murfreesboro. A foul ball right. and still two balls and two strikes. 5 nothing. top of the eighth, Evansville leading.
2: When was it, last week? It was 78 degrees here? Something like that. Here's a comebacker <laughs> to the mound. Sato
1: has it, flips it he all the way to D.J. The... <laughs> Wright.
2: So, 1-3 on the out. Second out of the inning. Sato came off the mound uh, pretty aggressively. He could, I think he was going to beat the base runner if he wanted to. That's going to be it for him, though. And we made a call to the bullpen. So... Sato will go an inning
1: and two-thirds as the Blue Raiders will go to the bullpen for the third time this afternoon. And with a runner, nobody on base. And two outs here in this eighth inning. We'll take a pitching change break. This is the Blue Raider Network from
8: Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna.
2: New pitcher for the Blue Raiders. Uh, this This is Patrick Johnson coming on for the Raiders. Johnson making his third appearance. He's thrown four innings. Yet to give up a run, two hits, a walk, two strikeouts. Uh, no ERA, no record, but he does have one save. Patrick, a freshman,
1: and he's from Chattanooga. And so he replaces Cota Sato, an inning in two-thirds, a run on a hit, no walks or strikeouts. Home run in this inning off the bat of Ty Rumsey and 5-0 Evansville. So with two outs, bases empty. Chase Hug, who uh, has had himself a, a nice afternoon, two walks, a double, a home run, two runs
2: batted in, two runs scored. Been on base all four times, although he wasn't on base very long that uh, last that bat,
1: was he? No, no, he, didn't take <laughs> he he didn't waste his time getting around the bases, and the ball took even less time to get out of the park. He hits this one hard, one hop to his right. JT Mabry, nice play, and throws him out at first base. So, Hug hits the ball very sharply. Nice play by JT Mabry in the eighth inning to end it. But a run on the homer by Rumsey, a run and a hit. Nobody left for Evansville. And in the middle of the eighth, it's the Evansville Purple Aces, five. The middle blue Raiders, nothing. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: The flagship station for Blue Raider sports, WGNS.
1: Bottom of the eighth inning, Evansville with a five nothing lead. And as the Blue Raiders bat here in this eighth inning, they're going
2: to be facing a new pitcher. This is Michael Parks making his fifth appearance. Yet to give up a run in six and a third innings. Six hits, one walk, five strikeouts. No ERA, no record, and uh, he's on it. I guess uh, if he's going to pitch two innings, certainly, well, it's not even a safe situation with a five-run lead. No, he's got to have three innings to do that. Yeah, more than three. uh, I think he's just out there to hold them.
1: Top of the order and J.T. Mabry.
2: And that uh, – that left-hander gave us enough trouble that uh, they brought on another lefty. Yeah, fired
1: Mabry, a soft liner, base hit into right center field. JT, one for four now. It's hit the ball well as usual. And this one finds its way in for a base hit, a leadoff single in the bottom of the fifth. Donovan Schultz, seven innings of no run, three hit baseball for Evansville, three walks, four strikeouts. That uh, was an excellent line from the left-hander.
2: Hit one, but uh, pitched around it.
1: Brett Coker is the batter. Brett 0 for three as he bats here with one on, nobody out in the bottom of the eighth. JT Mabry, the base runner. Pitch is A ball, one and one. Blue Raiders with four base hits now after JT's single. Coker, a base hit into right. Mabry will make the turn and he'll go to third.
2: And the bottom of the eighth starts off well for the Blue Raiders. Nice job of opposite field hitting there from uh, Brett Coker. Yeah, we talk
1: about the inside-out swing, and that's exactly what it was. And with the first baseman holding Mabry, it opened up a little bit of uh, ground between first and second, and that's where Brett put it for the base hit to right field. So first and third.
2: Mabry and goes uh, oh, nice base running job there
1: yeah he got a good break and never even uh, well he picked up kevin nichols as he's rounding second but he didn't have to break stride or anything here's jeremiah boyd jeremiah a walk otherwise 0 for 2 last time up
2: looking line for to his center yeah looking for his first hit of the of the weekend
1: this would be a good time to get one yeah Boyd batting first and third, no outs in the eighth. Takes and gets one Mm. on the outside corner for a strike. So one and one. Evansville one in the first, two in the fourth, and then single runs in the seventh and 8th They've hit a couple of home runs in the seventh and eighth, one in each. Boyd a swing and a foul out of play. Strike two with Jeremiah. D.J. Wright on deck for the Blue Raiders. Mabry a single and Coker a single. Mabry going to third. The left-hander, Parks, is ready. Ball tapped out in front of the plate. The catcher has it. The play is at first. Boyd is retired. And on the play, Coker goes to
2: second. So you've got two runners now in scoring position with just one out for D.J. Wright. He could get it, make this a two-run ball game in a hurry. He could, and then we've seen him do it before.
8: You
1: know, it's interesting. The catcher, Horde, with a five-run lead, didn't take a chance on the throw at second base to get a force play. And to me, that makes perfect sense. I've got an easy out at first. I'm going to get it. Uh, Let my pitcher take care of the rest of it. First pitch to DJ is down and in. Ball one. So Mabry at third and Coker at second now. DJ bloops one into shallow right center field, and it's going to be caught. Nice sliding catch by Roberts. That one looked like it was headed for grass and a base hit to drive in a run. Roberts with a good play to take it away. I thought that ball was gonna fall. I did too. I don't know how, he, he really did a nice job not only getting a jump on it, but then doing the sliding catch to avoid hitting and colliding with the second baseman
2: Witter who was going out. Yeah, and we saw him on, uh, on Friday, Make a uh, try to make one of those diving catches, the ball got past him. Just barely, yes. Yeah, yeah. so.
1: Uh, good play by the right fielder. Now two outs with runners at second and third. As a result, Briggs Rudder, the batter. He bounces one to deep third. It is just fair. Throw to first and nicely picked by the first baseman, Hug, to retire the side couple of very good defensive plays by Evansville. Keeps the Blue Raiders off the board here in the eighth inning. No runs, two hits, and two left. After eight, Evansville has a 5 nothing lead. This is the Blue Raider Network from
12: Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS.
1: All right, we're heading to the top of the ninth inning. Patrick Johnson, who came in for the Blue Raiders and got the final out in the top of the eighth. Gets set to face the 3, 4, and 5 hitters in the Evansville batting order. Evansville up 5 to nothing. That looked like a chance in the bottom of the eighth. First and third with nobody out. Second and third with one out, but a good play in right. And then a good pick on a throw at first. And the Raiders are kept off the board through eight innings.
2: Jalen Wartz backing him uh, up. Uh, in the bullpen.
1: Patrick delivers a fastball. It's outside and low. He is facing Simon Sherry, who has been on base three times with a bunt single, a hit by pitch, and a walk. Grounded out in one at bat. That was back in the third. So he is one for two officially. Dan almost got hit again. <laughs> a breaking ball spins him around at the plate. Yeah. He was not quite successful in getting himself tipped by the pitch, though, and that a ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Evansville, five runs, seven hits. The Blue Raiders, no runs on five hits through eight. Swinging a foul straight back. Again, I want to remind you, there's the selection show show from Boulevard on Facebook.
2: Facebook With Live. Facebook
1: Live. Dick Palmer will be hosting that. That'll be coming up here, not two, about three hours. A little less than that. Here's a pitch just a little bit low, and ball three. Three and one. Of course, depending upon the Lady Raiders' travel schedule, uh, Dick will or will not be with you on Wednesday night for Blue Raider baseball. I'll be here. But John will be here no matter what. There's a strike on a three, one, three and two. So... Tennessee Tech coming in and then Western Kentucky coming in. Full count on this hitter leading off the top of the ninth inning. Hits one in the air to center field. Snyder drifts to his left, comes in a couple of steps and one out. Well, with the start of conference play, you, you get into what you usually see as the conference game times, Friday yep. night at six, Saturday afternoon at three, Sunday afternoon at one.
2: <coughs> I'm gonna be really interested to see who the Sunday starter is next week. It has been a to be
1: determined every game for <coughs> every Sunday right. that we've had uh, through the season thus far. One ball and no strikes with Brendan Horde Pitch inside to him. RBI on a ground out. Horde up 0 for 3 and a walk. Ball 2
2: and no strikes. Haven't had a whole lot of luck on Sundays except... Uh, uh, against uh, St. Bonaventure.
1: 2 0 pitch. That's a called strike. And 2 and 1. 5 0 Evansville in the top of the ninth inning. One out for the Purple Aces and their catcher Brendan Horde at the plate. A two ball, one strike count. Patrick Johnson delivers and strike two, evens it at two and two.
2: Caught the corner.
1: Good fastball from the freshman from Chattanooga. He's set with this one and it's outside and low. So three balls and two strikes. Evansville scored a run back in the first added a couple more in the fourth and then <laughs> on solo Homers single runs in the seventh and eighth three two in the pitch drilled and foul that ball's actually going to make the Evansville bullpen yeah the back of the <laughs> yeah it, it hit the front of the pitcher's mound in the which is in the back part of the yeah. end zone down there. Fielded very casually by a pitcher warming up. Now their full count pitch to Brendan Horde Swing and a miss. A Strikeout for Patrick Johnson, that's his first. The sixth of the afternoon for Middle Tennessee pitching. Got him and on it'll bring up Danny Borgstrom.
2: Got him on a fastball down and away.
1: Yeah, Borgstrom 0 for 3, a sacrifice bunt his last time up. Stands in from the left side. He is the left fielder for this Evansville team. Sends one in the air to deep left center field. A long run and caught. (laughs) (laughs) Esten Snyder had to cover some ground. If you've been out here a couple of times, you know
2: he can do that. Uh, That ball caught... uh, and nearly in front of the 365 sign in the power alley in left center field. So a good drive, but an out, and a one, two, three,
1: top of the ninth inning for Evansville, middle of the ninth. Blue Raiders on the short end of a five nothing score. And this is the Blue Raider Network from
15: Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader.
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna.
1: Well, we go to the bottom of the ninth. Blue Raiders certainly have the work cut out for the Bats,
2: trailing 5 0, and they'll face a new pitcher. They'll be facing the uh, Purple Ace closer. His name is John McCauley. He'll be making his seventh appearance. He has uh, thrown six and two-thirds innings, given up four runs, two of them earned on seven hits, three walks, seven strikeouts, 2.70 ERA, no record uh, but one save. This is not a save situation, at least not for McCauley. He's going to have to give up a couple of runs before that would turn into a safe situation. Yeah wouldn't yeah as you mentioned it wouldn't be for him. I wouldn't
1: mind seeing them get in the save situation. I and mean, what I'd really like is the blown saves, yeah. That's going to take some scoring. Jackson Galloway, a double in two at bats plus a walk and he leads off this Blue Raider ninth inning. And McCauley, the right-hander delivers and a strike. Next one down low and it evens things at one and one. McCauley from Paducah. Galloway sends one into right center field. That's going to get into the gap and he'll have his second double of the afternoon. Well, if you're going to start a rally, that's the way to do it. A leadoff double for the Blue Raiders. Second time that uh, Galloway has let off an inning with a double. And, and uh, then the other time he
2: let off an inning, you got to walk. That's what you want. Absolutely. Somebody leading off an inning. And uh, that one uh, to the uh, left of the 365 sign underneath the scoreboard, The uh, that other double was to the uh, right side of the scoreboard so a
1: leadoff double and Luke Vinson is going to pinch hit for Cam Johnson Vinson bats from the left side and with the right-hander in replacing Johnson who bats from the right side but now a right-hander in for Evansville first pitch inside to Luke for a ball Luke hitting 294. He has started 11 games, or started 10, appeared in 11 games. Now uh, his 12th. Takes a strike. Jackson Galloway at second base. Nobody out here in the bottom of the ninth. Pitch up high and makes it two and one Jared Vitito waiting on deck he's going to bat for Gabe Jennings time is called as the pitcher they have the wristband for pitches and apparently not getting a clear signal he talks yep. to the catcher as that will constitute
2: a mound visit We don't see as, uh, haven't seen as many mound visits this year as maybe in the past. Yeah, very, very rare for catchers to do it. And I'm
1: sure coaches will say, hey, you know, we want to use, if we got to visit the mound, let it be one of us. And Yeah. But they still, as in this situation, need to do it, and so did
2: We need to at least get on the board, don't we? That would be nice. There's
1: something psychological about at least not getting shut out. Right. It doesn't doesn't change the final score or wouldn't unless you got on the board five-plus times. As far as the Mm win-loss, but uh, you'd still like to get a run and a ball is inside so Luke Vinson showing a good patience at the plate gets himself a walk and first and second with nobody out for Jared Vito he'll
2: be hitting for Gabe Jennings
1: we've seen Jared in right field we've seen him catch and we've seen him as a pinch hitter for Jared, this is his 10th game. He started five, and five for 20, so 250 batting average as he hits with two on and nobody out in the bottom of the ninth. And a pitch outside, ball one.
2: Beat toe four for 15 against right-handers.
1: Stands in here, and... Swing and a miss.
2: Couple of triples. Triple here yes. would be nice.
1: Yeah. You don't think of catchers as hitting triple. And, uh, but he's, we've seen him play. Actually, I saw him play outfield almost all last year. I was surprised to see him catching as much as he did this year. Lifts this one high and foul and out of play. Just past the third base dugout. So one ball, two strikes. Jared, with lots of uh, capabilities, you know, it's, we talked about Witter going from third to second. Yep. I mean, you can catch and play the outfield. That's, uh,
2: that's an impressive combination as well. I always remember that uh, Bill Mazeroski's home run in the 1960 World Series. There's a ball tapped up the third baseline and it's going to go foul. And, of course, the, the left fielder that's turning around to watch it is a catcher, Yogi Berra. I ah. was in left field that day, Elston Howard. I, I, w- was I, was,
1: I was 10 years old, and I remember watching that on TV.
2: Well, that's how <laughs> I that saw it. I was on TV.
1: Yeah, that was exciting because I, I was raised not to like the Yankees.
2: Oh, it, it, that was a given in my
1: neighborhood. A one-two pitch to Vidato just off the outside corner. And two and two. Boy, that
2: was a tough pitch to take. And of course, when you're married, on. yeah,
1: when you're married to a Red Sox fan, you know that you can't root for the Yankees. <laughs> Although there's some players there that I really like. Two-two pitch. Hit in the air to straightaway center field. Coming in is Rumsey, and he'll make the catch. About 45, 50 feet from the infield grass. Beat a toe out on the fly ball to center field.
2: Galloway didn't even step off the bag with that one, he knew. Yeah. <laughs> Another pinch hitter.
1: Tatsunori Nagishi is going to bat for Eston
2: Snyder. Sending in the left handed bats against this right handed pitcher.
1: Tatsunori hits from the left side and takes the strike. So first and second and one out now. Nagishi one for three on the season. Swing and a foul at the plate. Strike two. Jackson Galloway started this inning with a double Luke Vinson, a walk, fly ball to center from V to toe, and now Nagishi at the plate with two on and one out. And a pitch in the dirt. Runners are going and safe all the way around. A throw to second base. And it was a little bit close there. Luke Vinson sliding in safely on a ball in the dirt. So a wild pitch puts runners at second and third with one out. We'll see if taking away a double play might have an impact. Swing and a foul bounced over the third base dugout and stills one ball two strikes with Nagishi. Blue Raiders have six hits in the game. Jackson Galloway a pair of them and he's at third. Pinch hitter Luke Vinson drawing the walk is at second base. Pitch to Nagishi, a ground ball is fair at first base into the right field corner. He's going to get extra bases out of this. He might be able to get three and should get a triple and slides in safely with a pinch
2: hit to run triple. That ball was fair by four or five inches at first base. It could not have been uh, any uh, fair by any more than that.
1: But it was, you know, as it went over the bag, it clearly bounced in, you know, fair territory uh, was, past yep. first. And, and so the Blue Raiders are not kept off the board for the entire afternoon, and get a couple of runs here. Tatsunori with his second and third RBI of the year.
2: And if you're gonna drive in a couple of runs, uh, you want to put yourself into scoring position. And uh, Tatsunori Nagishi is definitely in scoring position. He's at third base and with
1: one, one, one out. Here's yep. J.T. Mabry. Pitch in the dirt. Wild pitch. It's going to be a 5-3 ball game. Wow. Things have changed. This is very interesting and we'll just see if we can continue to see it develop into being more interesting. So a three run bottom of the ninth for the Blue Raiders. Still just one out. JT Mabry a ball and a strike. Ball popped behind first base into foul territory and caught by Chase Hug. So two outs now. And we need Brett Coker to get on base to bring Jeremiah up with the tying run. Brett Coker, a single his last time up, a one for five afternoon. He has a five hit three RBI series against Evansville. Takes and a pitch low, ball one. So the Blue Raiders down to their last out, but still have that chance. Trailing by two, it's been a three run, bottom of the ninth. Coker takes, and that ball's in the dirt. Uh, callie has been breaking him off a little too sharply a couple of times, I think. Pitch on the way to Coker, a bouncer to short. The throw to first, and ooh, almost pulled the first baseman off the bag, but it didn't. And that ends things here this afternoon. A ground ball to short, out number three. The Blue Raiders make it very interesting with a three-run ninth inning. Three runs on two hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. And the Blue Raiders drop a tough one to the Evansville Purple Aces by a final score of 5-3. We'll be back to tell you all about it coming up next on the Blue Raider postgame show. This is MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
3: Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit BradHopkinsHomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more.
0: This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium.
1: Bob Jameson with John Callow back at the ballpark here, Rees Smith Jr. Field in Murfreesboro. Evansville pulls it out by a final of five to three, so they win consecutive games by that score, took a 5 to nothing lead into the bottom of the ninth inning and the Blue Raiders blanked through eight, managed to push across three and made it very exciting and interesting. Had the tying run in the on-deck circle but John McCauley able to get those last two outs and preserve the victory. Evansville got a run in the first inning a hit-by-pitch, a walk, a bunt single and a ground out was how it scored and then added Two more in the fourth had a one a leadoff walk and then with two outs Chase Hug with the runner at second doubled that runner home to make it 2-0 Evansville and then a wild pitch which scored Hug from second base got the second run of the ending home and that gave Evansville a 3-0 lead. In the meantime the Pitcher for Evansville, Donovan Schultz, doing a good job of pitching around base runners. He only retired the Blue Raiders in order a couple of times in his seven innings, but he always got the outs when he needed them and, and at the right time. He had some good defensive work behind him, and he made some really good pitches when he needed to. So he left after seven innings, and at that time, had a 4-0 lead. Evansville got their fourth run in the seventh on a home run from Hug. Added a fifth run on a home run from Rumsey in the eighth. Bottom of the ninth Blue Raiders got a Jackson Galloway leadoff double. Luke Vinson walked as a pinch hitter and with one out Tatsunori Nagishi a pinch hit triple into the right field corner to score two and then he scored on a wild pitch so that made it Five to three, and then McCauley got the last two outs he needed to preserve the victory, as we said, and get Evansville that five to three score. And it was a matter of just kind of falling behind a little bit too much. And, you know, we talked about it
2: earlier. Evansville had a chance to be ahead much further than they were. They were. And uh, I thought that uh, uh, second inning uh, is one that I look at, uh, leadoff doubled, and then – um, Brian Beranek, uh, the starter, pitched around that. Got a strikeout. I thought he looked really good in that second inning. Third inning, he uh, uh, no, he, he yeah, he pitched around a, a single rather with uh, with one out. Thought he looked good in that inning, but then he came out, walked a man, hit a man. All of a sudden, he's got runners at uh, um, and uh, a couple of strikeouts, walk. Yeah, that was it for him on the afternoon. Yeah, a short outing for yeah.
1: Bryant. He went two and two-thirds, and then you had uh, Jake well, Cothran. The problem
2: was he threw a lot of pitches. He, he had 61 pitches in that time, so.
1: It was, it was a, a short outing for yeah. Bryant. This is his third start, fifth appearance, and, um, you know, he's a freshman, and. I I think there's lots of good things to come for. Oh, him.
2: absolutely, absolutely, and it'll be interesting uh, to see. Uh, obviously, he won't get the start on Wednesday because mm-hmm. that's too soon. Does he get another start on Sunday? You know, and I think he could uh, if he has a good week of work. I think yeah, he could I'd... make a case to let him get another start. So
1: it's a five-three win for Evansville here, and. John, alluding to Wednesday and then next Sunday as well, we do want to remind you: home game Wednesday night, six o'clock against Tennessee Tech, and That's right. then it'll be Western Kentucky coming in the weekend series to start conference USA play with Friday, Saturday, and Sunday games. We'll talk a little bit about more more about that coming back as far as game times are concerned. But today, uh, an interesting game. Interesting final score, tough loss for the Blue Raiders, five to three. and you got some numbers.
2: Yeah, uh, for the Evansville purple Aces, five runs, seven hits, no errors, and nine left on. For the Blue Raiders, three runs, seven hits, no runs, or no errors, and eight left. So those numbers are very similar. The real difference in the ball game is those those home runs. When you get right down to it, yes. Um, the the solo home run in the seventh, solo home run in the eighth, and then there was uh, one other, wasn't there? No, that those Just were the two. Those yeah, two, those but, two. yeah, those two. Yeah, so those two end up being the difference in the ball game uh, for the uh, Purple Aces. Uh, Chase Hug, the first baseman. Had a good afternoon. Two for three. Scored a couple of times. Drove in a couple of runs. Uh, for the Raiders, uh, we already talked about Tatsunori Nagishi, the pitch hit triple uh, to drive in uh, two runs, and those are the only RBI in the uh, scored for the Raiders because he that third run scored on a wild pitch. Jackson Galloway, of course, set it all up. Uh, he was two for three, a couple of doubles, scored a run, and uh, uh, the only Raider with uh, multiple hits in the ballgame. Donovan Schultz goes seven innings, no runs on three hits, three walks, four strikeouts uh, for the Purple Aces. Brian uh, He'll get the win. He's now two and one. Brian Baranek goes two and two-thirds. He takes the loss, goes, uh, gives up just one run, two hits, three walks, uh, two strikeouts. Uh, did, he, he had a couple hit batters, though. Uh, Jake Cothran goes three and a third, gives up three on four hits, three walks, three strikeouts. Kota Sato uh, goes an inning and in two-thirds gave up that solo home run. That was the only hit he gave up. And Patrick Johnson came on, thought did a nice job finishing up with an inning and a third with a strikeout. I'd say we'll see Patrick Johnson uh, some more. We played this one in two hours and 35 minutes. It was cold, so it's time to go home. <laughs>
1: It is, and uh, I know the fans look forward to heading to warmer places. Including, I, don't, I don't see any, any of them in the stands. Nope, but uh, they, they have the good sense to, to motor on out of here, and uh, we certainly uh, will be doing that in a few moments as well. I want to remind you again of the uh, selection show pregame or the selection show show from Boulevard with Dick Palmer hosting on mm-hmm. Facebook. It'll be on Facebook Live. He'll have Coach Insel and some of the players, and that'll be fun. And we look mm-hmm. forward to the selection show at 7 o'clock on television to see us where the Lady Raiders are going to be playing, who they will be playing, and when that will be. Mm-hmm. We'll just be a couple a few hours away from finding that out.
2: Well, it'll be a big mystery until 7 o'clock and. Uh, then we'll know, and then
1: then we'll we'll go from there. And then again, we want to remind you: Tech here for a six o'clock game Wednesday. Western Kentucky in next weekend, six three and one for those three days, starting on Friday night. Thanks for joining us today. Tough luck for the Blue Raiders as they battled with Evansville, but dropped it by a score of five to three. Hope you'll be. Back for more Blue Raider baseball coming up on Wednesday night. For John Callow, this is Bob Jamison. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll be talking at you again later this week. And until then, so long from the baseball ballpark in Murfreesboro. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
15: The Blue Raiders
0: play here. News Radio WGNS. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.